welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach to business. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers, combined with the more practical aspects of business, like systems and planning. I'm your host, Laura, from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems queen. My mission is to show you that business can be fun and easy, that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Do you feel the pressure to be more productive and get more done in your business? Sometimes it feels like you can open up Instagram or Facebook or whichever of those apps that you prefer to hang out on. And you are bombarded with all of these tips about being more productive, being more efficient. And I know that sometimes I contribute to that conversation as well, but I like to do it through the lens of doing what works best for you, which is what I want to talk about in today's podcast. Because today I want to call bullshit on some of the productivity hacks out there that I just can't get on board with. And maybe you can't either. Now, a quick reminder, as you'll know if you've listened to any of the episodes on this podcast, that as women or menstruating humans, we aren't built to be productive every single day. We're not meant to be consistent day in, day out across the month. And when you look at who is writing a lot of these productivity books or creating a lot of these productivity hacks, a lot of them have been created by men. And there's nothing wrong with that. They work great for men. And if they work for them, then I absolutely believe that they should embrace it. But we can't just wholeheartedly take what works for men and the male physiology and apply it to women and expect it to work. So today I want to, as I said, call bullshit on some of the productivity hacks out there that I just can't stand and talk about why. And then I'm going to share some of the productivity hacks that I do love. So the first productivity hack that I just can't get on board with is time blocking every single second of the day. Honestly, when I see people sharing this online and I see their calendars and they have every single minute of the day accounted for in their calendar, it feels so freaking overwhelming. I don't need to account for every second of my working day. Or of my entire life. I'm not a lawyer. I don't need to charge in six minute increments. I want space in my day to take breaks for creativity, for flow, for following the energy and the excitement. I don't want to have things like my lunch break scheduled in from 12 to 1 and knowing exactly that's when I'm going to take it. I want to take my lunch break when I feel hungry. So, time blocking is a big no for me. And that's coming from someone who is a very Virgo Virgo who loves structure, who loves organization. When I think about having to plan out every second of my day, it just feels freaking overwhelming. So if that's your response to time blocking, here is your permission slip to let go of that as well. The next productivity hack that I just can't get on board with is the eat the frog mentality or doing the hardest thing first. Now I understand why people suggest this. And I know that this might work for some people. And again, if it does, then you do you. But for me, I prefer to ease into the day. 
I like to do some of the easier, faster, quicker tasks to build that momentum, to get that sense of achievement as I start ticking things off. And then I tackle the big stuff and I go into it already feeling good, like I've got some things done. So again, if eat the frog or doing the hardest thing first is really good for you and that feels right, then please go ahead and keep doing it. But if you are more like me and you prefer to ease into the day and do a few little things first to kind of build that momentum, then of course, follow what works best for you. The next productivity hack that I just can't stand, and this comes from a lot of the uh, Tim Ferriss's out there, is the 5am club. Getting up at five o'clock in the morning, because that is the quiet time of the day when you can get a whole bunch of stuff done. Now, if you are a morning person and you love to get up at 5am, again, go with what works for you. But the better way to approach this is to get to know yourself. Know when you are most productive. Are you really productive in the morning? Or are you a slow starter? You like a slow morning, you get into it and you're really productive around lunchtime. Or maybe you're one of those people that really hits their stride mid-afternoon. Know when it is the best time for you to go and do things in your business, to get things done. Know when is the best time for you to schedule client calls or group calls if you've got a group coaching program. Plan your day around when you are going to have the most mental capacity and physical energy to do the thing that you need to do. Getting up at 5am in the morning is not necessary. And I say that as someone who is a natural early bird. And even I would not get up at 5am and start doing work. You have permission to plan your day around your own energy and use that to your advantage. Rather than trying to force yourself to do things when your body is not primed for that at that point in time. Now the next two might come as a little bit of a surprise for some of you who know me pretty well. But the next productivity hack that I just can't get on board with is automating the crap out of everything. Now, I'm a huge fan of automation. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. If I can automate something in Zapier or Pebbly or any of those other automation tools, I will. But it's in the right circumstances for the right things. And so I focus on adding automation to things where they don't require the human element or the human touch. But what I often see is people take this to the extreme. They go way too far and they end up spending a lot of money on all of these automation and integration apps that they really don't need. And they set up all of these complicated things that just aren't necessary in order to avoid doing a task that might take them 30 seconds or a minute. Yes, automation is great. Yes, it can save you time. And it can mean that you can focus your time and energy on the things that you really need to be, on the things that require the human touch. But you don't have to automate every single aspect in your business. And the next one is batching your content or batching your tasks. Now, again, batching is great. And if it works for you, then keep doing it. I like to batch my content sometimes. Sometimes when I have a lot of ideas and a lot of inspiration and I'm feeling really motivated, I might sit down and batch record, you know, five, six podcast episodes and have them all banked up and ready to go. Other times I will create the podcasts week to week and I do what I need to do in order to get an episode out. 
So again, it's about finding what works best for you. And you'll probably find if you are working in alignment with your cycle, which if you've been hanging around me long enough, I really hope you are. There will be times in your cycle where the ideas just flow and you have the energy and the enthusiasm and you just want to harness that and channel it. And so if that's the case, then batch create content, whether that's social media content, uh, podcast, YouTube, blogging, whatever kind of content that you create in your business. Use that energy when you have it. But don't feel like if batching isn't for you, that you're not batching your content, that you're somehow a failure in your business. You get to do what works best for you. So that is just a handful of the productivity hacks that I am seeing getting a lot of airtime out there lately. So those were time blocking, doing the hardest task first, the 5am club, automating everything, and batching everything. Now, as I said, if you're doing those things in your business and they work good for you, then great, keep doing them. I'm simply sharing the things that don't resonate for me. And what I want you to take away from this is when you hear people sharing information, giving yourself permission to tune in. And if that feels right for you, you can experiment with it and put it into place. But if it doesn't, you don't have to take it on board. You don't have to do things just because someone on the internet told you that you have to. So learn to be really discerning with the advice that you get online and implement and experiment with the things that feel right for you. Now, I said at the beginning I was going to share some of the productivity hacks that I love. So here they are. The first one is rest. Afternoon naps, maybe working shorter days in my luteal and menstrual phase because I don't have as much physical and mental energy in those phases. Giving myself the space to slow down and rest when my body needs it. And then working harder and doing more in the higher energy phases of my cycle. Rest is crucial. We will not be more successful by hustling and burning ourselves out. Leading on from that, a good night's sleep. Now we all know how much better we feel when we've had a good night's sleep how much more physical energy we have, how clearer our thinking is, how we can better articulate our thoughts and get things done. So focus on getting a good night's sleep. So whether you're an early bird or a night owl, make sure that you are getting enough sleep and you're doing what you can to wake up in the morning feeling rested. Another productivity hack that I love is fresh air and sunshine. Again, we know how much better we feel when we get outside and we get in the fresh air. It's a beautiful sunny day sitting outside for 10 minutes and checking your Instagram while you have a cup of coffee or something like that. We know how much better we feel mentally, physically, emotionally. So creating space in your day, whether that's at lunchtime, first thing in the morning, maybe it's in the evening, but getting some fresh air, getting outside and getting away from your desk. Then, of course, is drinking enough water. And again, we know how much better we feel, how much clearer our thinking is when we drink enough water. And some of these things might seem really simple, but you'll know there's the um, meme that goes around on social media from time to time about comparing us as humans to houseplants. We need enough fresh air, we need enough sunshine, and we need enough water. That's what your houseplants need to thrive, and so do you. 
So making sure that you're really looking after yourself, you're giving your body what it needs. Because when you look after yourself physically and mentally, of course you're going to be more productive when you sit down at your desk to get some work done. Now some of the more practical productivity hacks that I love, Pomodoros. So that will be setting a timer for say 25 minutes or you can do whatever time frame works for you. 25 minutes sits down and focus on one thing and for 25 minutes that's it all of my distractions are turned off I'm focused on that one thing timer goes off five minute break get up go get a glass of water sit outside in the sun whatever you need to do a five minute break where you get up and you walk away from your desk and then you come back and you do another stint I love these because you can go into them and you can be really focused on one thing and you know that you can deal with everything else later. It also enforces having a rest, having a break, because our brains need it. We can't concentrate for three hours solid at a time. So it gives ourselves and our brains the opportunity to rest. So I love using Pomodoros. Something else that I love to do is make my to-do list more manageable. So rather than having one big massive thing on there that you need to do, Break that down into smaller, more manageable tasks that you can do quickly and easily. Maybe break it down into things that you can do in 25-minute Pomodoro sessions. But when you can tick those things off, you get that confidence boost. It feels good to tick things off your to-do list, right? So you see yourself making progress. You gain that momentum. And the more that you do, it begins to snowball. And it feels easier and easier to keep moving through and getting things done. So breaking things down into smaller tasks where you can have those really quick wins feels really good. And another productivity hack that I love is setting boundaries. So if you work from home, being really clear about when is work time and when is not. So that maybe your family or your partner, your children know that when you're in your office, this is dedicated work time. You know, you don't have friends and family ringing up because you're at home and they think that they can just pop around for a coffee, that you've got these boundaries in place and you're really clear when is work time and when it isn't. And the last productivity hack that I have is to follow the energy. So yes, I have a task list and I know what work I need to focus on for the week. And I know what needs to be done and I know what are the things that I'm choosing to do or choosing to focus on this week. And when I sit down each day, I will know if I've got client work that I need to do, certain things that need to be done, but I will follow the energy. So I'll pick the tasks that I want to do, that feel really good, that I'm excited to do. And again, when you're going into things and you've got that excited energy, of course, you're going to be more productive. And then if there are things on your to-do list that you really don't want to do do it after you've done something fun sandwich them between tasks that you want to do and that you enjoy doing it makes those things so much more palatable so follow the energy follow what feels fun and exciting for you on your to-do list and use that to fuel some of the tasks that you maybe have to do but don't necessarily want to do so those are some of the things that i use to be more productive And as I said, some of them are more practical. Some of them are just taking really good care of yourself. Because when you're taking care of yourself, you're nourishing yourself. You're getting enough rest. You're getting enough space and time away from your desk. 
Of course, you're going to be more productive when you sit down because you can focus and you're primed to get things done. And as I said, the key to being productive in business isn't following a set of rules that someone else is saying that you have to do in order to be productive and successful in your business. The key is understanding yourself, understanding the conditions that you need to create in order for you to work best, understanding whether you are more productive in the morning, midday or the afternoon, understanding how you're motivated to get things done, looking at what drains you and overwhelms you and letting those things go and using the things that do work for you. We're all different. We will work different. We will thrive under different conditions. So we get to run our businesses differently too, in a way that works for us. So if some of those things I was talking about at the beginning work for you and you feel really good and really empowered and really supportive when you employ those strategies, then use them and keep going. But if they don't, feel free to let them go and experiment with other things. And it might be a case of trying a few things to see what works for you before you really land on the conditions that you need to create and how you set yourself up to be more productive in your business. As I said, the key is understanding yourself and using the things that work best for you. Your business, your rules. That's all for this episode of the podcast. Until next week, bye for now. Are you ready to learn more about aligning your cycle and your business? My mini course, Cycle Aligned Business, teaches you how to understand what's going on in your body and use that vital information to plan and run your business with more ease and flow. Use the coupon code PODCAST, all uppercase, for $10 off. You'll find the link in the show notes for this episode or go to businesswithflow.com forward slash aligned.